Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the Jersey Boy Sports Talk, hosted by Byron Jones and Victor Orocho, produced by the Sportscast. Hope you're having a good evening this evening. My name is Victor Orocho. Please remember to uh, subscribe to all our channels on the Sportscast uh, YouTube, uh, we have a Facebook link, uh, Spotify, we have a, a Jersey Boy Sp uh, podcast on Apple. Um, and please, if once you subscribe there, leave us a review on, uh, on Apple Podcasts, on, on YouTube, hit the notifications bar so that way you know when we're on and then you'll be able to see other, uh, other shows in the past. Actually, I'm talking. Can you hear me, Byron? Yes, I can. Okay, that's funny. My my headset's not. Yeah, so uh, I got my headset and the thing is not connected to my headset, so I got to fix something here. Uh, so welcome again to the Jersey Boys Voice Talk. We're getting excited today. Uh, it's postseason. We already know who the Super Bowl champions are. We got a few things we want to talk about. So let's get it going. How you doing today, there, Mister Byron? I'm doing wonderful. Seventy degrees, man. Seventy-four. Seventy-four. That was like a heat wave. Really? Yeah. Okay, now I got you on headset. Much better because it sounds better. 74. Wow. What's and what are we in? February? Okay, so when is when is it gonna go back down to like 30? Oh like, Saturday. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. That is that's why people get so much so many people get sick up there. Okay, so I, I didn't get any emails from you, so I don't hear anything. Yes, you, so. yes, you did. I didn't get not one. You got a text, man. Text. Oh, Lord of mercy. All right. Let me see the text. Um, no. not, the, not the first one, but, but as far as let's cover the uh, free agent numbers for the NFC East. That's what it is. All right. I get that there. And then um, what do you think about the enemy? Oh, I think we talked about that last week, right? No, but now he has, actually has a job now. Oh, I thought I thought we talked about he, yeah, he's with um Washington. Washington, yes. And he had a couple of people uh, uh running their pie hole, um, like Shady McCoy came out and yeah, pretty much blasted him saying that you know he really didn't run anything, that uh, you know, it was all Andy Reid and and but the enemy was really nice, you know, when somebody asked him that question, you know, as far as you know what uh Shady McCoy said, and he was real uh politically correct as far as you know his answers basically you know he's not worried about what other people you know say but that wasn't right that you know uh for McCoy to you know say something like that you know about this guy man you know he's been you know in the league a long time trying to get a job you know the head coaching job and you know he's gotten screwed or however way you want to put it you know a thousand times for the last five years yeah well a lot of that like you said the perception hold on I want to put this in down but um a lot of it is the perception of um of that Andy Reid's calling the offense right but you know I can't imagine you know Andy Reid Andy Reid always spoke highly of the enemy yes number one number two you know um it takes it takes a whole staff to win a championship <laughs> you know what I mean and you know as the head coach you know 
whether he's calling the plays or not, I'm sure him being had a lot of input. Um, BNME also as the offense coordinator is probably running the plays during practice. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. doing stuff. I mean, you can say whatever you want, however it is, but at the end of the day, I think that, you know, I feel that offense, you know, offense is a little more difficult than defense. And I only say that because there's more things to be happening at the same time, a lot more play playbook, so forth. Um, so well, you, you got to have a, a lot of things coordinating. And, and I think the enemy, I think this is good be enemy because he's now with a defensive coach, right? So if he, if he, you know, if they perform from an offensive perspective, there's no confusion that he's done a good job. Yeah, but right? my issue is why is it that this guy has to jump through hoops to get a job. He has to go take a lateral move to another, you know, he's going to be assistant head coach and OC coach from Washington. But you had the two losing uh, coordinators on the Philadelphia Eagles. Both of them got a job. Got a job. So how is it? And then, you know, when they sit there, they bring up, you know, his past, you know, whatever he did 20, 30 years ago. You know, that's good. He does an interview. Well, they have all kinds of excuses for him. All kinds of excuses, you know, that you know, why he doesn't get a job. Yeah, I'm not in the room. I don't know how he interviews. You know, I really don't. You know, but my feeling is, and yeah, I've said it a thousand times, you know, uh, you need to have a seat at the table. I was told this a long time ago. If you want to make a change, you have to have a seat at the table as far as with the owners, you know, the, the whole ownership group. You know, these guys, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say all of them are, you know, and when I looked it up, a lot of them are between in the 70s and 80s years old. It's maybe like three or four that are in their fifties. You know, it's a big difference when you got a guy that's in his seventies. You know, talking to you know a fifty-three year old you know African American, you know African American man. They're not going to have anything in common besides football. And you know, they want to bring him in the room. You know, hit him with all these questions. And I'm sure they probably bring up you know the you know stuff that he did. You know, whatever happened in you know Colorado, wherever he's been. But it's not right that this guy you know, interviewed 17 times, 15 or 17 times. That's crazy. That, that's a lot. I'm, the other guys don't get it. He even had Joe Judge. You know, I'm going to even bring him up. Joe Judge got a job. He was a special teams coordinator, special teams coordinator, and he got a job. Nothing against him because you have John you know, Harbaugh, you know, with the Baltimore Ravens. That's where he came from. But Joe Judge, Joe Judge. No, and he got, I think he got released from the Patriots. <laughs> Recently? Oh, no, he's still there. He's still up there. For some reason, I thought they had he was he was replaced but, or something. But um, but it's crazy that you know Bianami has to go I think a lateral move to hopefully get a head coaching job. Let's say for example with Washington Redskins, they're up for sale, supposedly, right? I think they are. So say the new group comes in and um they buy the team. You know what? Um, we want a different coach. So now they fire you know Ron Rivera. Eric Bianami, all these guys are out of a job, you know, because of a new group that, and that does happen every now, you know, right. every now and then, you know, these guys, they want their own. And then the other thing, um, who's going to be the quarterback for the Washington commanders. They got a rookie, well, not a rookie, but Sam Howell. He's a really good kid from um, North Carolina. He's, he's a good quarterback. So now he's going, to, he's going from Patrick Mahomes to Sam Howell, not nothing against the kid. So, and if he does well, yes, he should be in line to get a job. He really should. If if he turns this kid around and you know and they do well, watch. Yes, he should get a job. But say for example, if he doesn't, then we're gonna oh you know 
like it's gonna go right back to the end. Oh, well, you know, Andy Reid did this, you know, it wasn't him. Now we can see, you know, because he's here and it's gonna be a whole big old mess. I want him to succeed. I want to see him get a job, but it's just not right that he had to jump through, you know, hoops to just be in the running the next time for a job. Um, I, I agree. I still think it's a good move for him. Yeah. Um, I, I think that if um, new ownership comes in and, re and replaces him immediately and, and Ron Rivera, uh, there's going to be some fireworks, right? Because it's going to be like, you just came in and you just replaced two minority coaches. Yeah, but they, it doesn't matter. They don't care. I'm, I'm just making a point. I state right. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not yeah, saying anything. Number one. Number two, they're still going to get paid. So that's just going to be stupid. Like he just signed the guy, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, and, you know, I can't imagine a new coach coming in, you know, with Ron Rivera's history, with Eric Bieniemy's championships over there. Um, I think I want to see him do well. I think it's a good move for him. Um, now, you're right. You're, he's coming from Patrick Mahomes to other – someone who's not. But, you know, that's yeah, – you know, he, he would have that as a head coach too, right? I mean, he, he would have that as a head coach. It's not like there's, you know, many teams that have the Patrick Mahomes of the world, right? right? Um, but uh, I do think that uh, it, it's going to give him his, his chance to shine. Now, look, they've done pretty good with what they had when Tyler Henneke was in there. Think well, they got, it, right? they have plenty of weapons. They really do. Right. Yeah, so here's a chance for him to they, really shine, yeah. right? Now, his, his is an opportunity to shine. Now, NFC East is still tough. It doesn't mean you can't put up a decent offense, right? right. Now, their defense has to go. And, you know, the, the Redskins have been just right there. I mean, think about it. They made the playoffs with a you know, losing record, and they were, you know, one game away from making the playoffs this year, right? So, you know, um, I, I, you know, I think it, I think it's a good move, whether it's lateral or hopefully you got paid more. Um, but uh, I think uh, I think it's a good move. And, and to be at Washington, it's just as I, I don't like the owner – or some of the things of that organization. You have somebody waiting in the Zoom room? Uh, Kevin is waiting. Oh, we do? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear the noise. No. Because I just got something from Santiago that he was in the waiting room waiting. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. Tell me, tell tell something. Take Santiago. Tell him to come back in because I didn't see it. Okay. He's got to be on time. Um. I didn't see it in here. Usually it pops right up. So yeah, I must have missed it um, when I was looking at something else. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. So we got B enemy. Hey, what do you think about just Saturday not getting the position at the Colts? He shouldn't have, he should have had it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a lot of people, I think um a lot of people will wreck it. I don't know whether he should or should not had it, but I just, you know. I think it would have been alarming if he ended up being that head coach there, right? Dude, he came what was it, whatever the NFL live show, whatever he does, he came he to the NFL live show in the middle of the season to coach an NFL team. That right. that was crazy. That, that, that you know. So it, well, let me ask you a question. You had a comment. You made a comment before, though, right? You said that the seventy-something-year-old owners, and you have a fifty-year-old, right, African American person right what does the 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 white 53 year old have in common with the 70 year old owner 
uh, probably when they look at each other, they see the same thing. Okay, but that's okay. That's I I guess that's something in common. But yeah, what's not in common? What's not in common is they're they're a level in life, right? You know, you know, you're talking about billionaires versus you know millionaire, right? And and you're a millionaire, you know, uh, through work. And those guys are billionaires through building businesses, right? So um, I don't know how much other than what their look is, right? Yeah, but how um, many, how many, you, okay, to be honest, okay. How many I'm just do, saying, I want to I, get I know. that out I'm there. just saying, how many of the billionaires actually sit down with an African-American at the table every day? Every um, day. Warren Buffett. All right, one. What about um, the rest of them? There's a whole bunch of other ones, too. Uh, uh, Robert Johnson. Um, I mean, I don't think there's a lot, but I can't give you there's, you know, but I, I can tell you that it's all a lot of people go to Warren Buffett and Warren Buffett opens the door like Shaquille O'Neal, um, LeBron James. Yeah, but he seems to be the guy that opens up, you know, then again, he's a country boy from I think Arkansas or wherever he's from Nebraska, um, Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. That's right. Um, so, uh, yeah, those guys talk, you know, talk to those guys all the time, you know, um, but not a lot. You know, I would agree with you, you know, not a lot. What are they going to talk, you know, talk about? But I think if you seek them out, you know, it's also yeah, about fame, too, yeah. right? They they want to be around. You know, I don't know. That's all. But uh, I was just curious. I wanted to see what that response was, because I think the only thing they have in common is appearance. But not, they may not have in common a lot of other pieces, but I just don't see where, you know, I don't understand how an owner, I guess, I mean, you think that an owner of a football, an NFL football team needs to know football. And the majority of them do know, you know, know the game. You know, they, and that's like, what it the, should be about. But, but it's not. I get it. I get, I'm not saying, I know it isn't, but I'm just trying to think like, you know, how is it that if you just, you know, forget about it, close your eyes and, and, and you know, listen to a, a, like you're listening to a podcast, if you can't see the person, the intelligence or the, the schematic or, you know, what is it that, let us know what is it, why they didn't get the position, right? Or a white, no, no. And, you know, I don't think we should isolate it either to an African-American not getting the position. I would love them to be able to say, you know, some of the reasons why whoever the, the ones they didn't pick didn't get the position. Yeah, but they, they specifically put in a rule, the Rooney rule for, you know, African, you know, my, just minorities in general to get the jobs. They might as well take that. The to get the job. I thought it was only to be interviewed. Interview job, whatever you want to call it, they might as well take that whole rule and like boil it up and chuck it in the garbage. Because it's like because it's a, like a flim flam. Look like what Brian Flores would have with him. Oh well, you know what? Uh, we have to bring in you know the African American or minority you know to interview him, but we're still going to give the job you know to this guy. And it happened. And and what are you going to do about it? What can, what can you do? They they had a thirty two. They had the the thirty two cities or you know teams. In the whole world, there's nothing like it. They, they're their own little fraternity, and they basically do what they want to do. They have two minority owners, the, the guy from Jacksonville and the Buffalo Bills. It's two out of 32. Something happened here. What? Reopen. 
some messages. Oh, that was my, it's my own stuff. Um, what what would make what would make what would make it there's 32 teams right what would make it like feasible or well, i don't know if that's even the right word what what, what number of, of african or minority coaches right would make it where everyone's saying okay you know now you know it's 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 open it's never going to be enough because you figure it's, I think the, the number is like 70%, you know, minorities play in the league, right? It's 70%. Mm -hmm. It's 70. You have, you know, two minority owners, maybe a handful of, you know, coordinators. And, you know, but, you know, most of them are position coaches, you know, the guys that are, you know, minorities that have. And it's just that don't, don't blow smoke on my butt, you know, tell them, oh yeah, you know, if I do this, this, and this, and, you know, I'm going to get, you know, put a position to this because it's not true. And you know when you sit down and think about it, even well, what would be a number of thirty-two? But you can't put a number. If there was fifteen African American coaches, would that be uh, something that would say, okay, you know, everyone's got a fair shot? I mean, what what, what number is that going to be that people would be? I, I don't have a, it. My thing it has to be fair. Don't have me come into an interview knowing that you're already going to hire this guy. Don't waste my time having me fly into wherever I'm going. And then, you know, I'm going to sit there three or four hours or however long that, you know, the interview this job, knowing, and I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, you know, I might be able to get this job. And then as soon as I walk out the door, you know, they're already getting ready to hire this guy because they fill their quota. Don't, have the don't, don't, don't insult these guys like that. Really. Cause, and it's a whole bunch of them they do it. That's where they're getting sued now. Don't insult these guys' intelligence. You know, because it's a small fraternity. They know pretty much before they walk in the door who's going to get a job. I, I really believe that they know because, you know, all these guys, you know, have, you know, the same agent, and, you know, and I'm sure they talk amongst themselves. Hey, you know, you know, we're getting ready to work out details with such and such. They know. They know before we know what, that who's going to get whatever job. And, you know, you can't put, you know, 32 of those jobs, you know, in the country, in the, in the whole world. And you can't put a number on, well, you know what, I want you can't go. Oh, I want fifteen, you know, minority, you know, uh, owners because you, you, it, it's never going to happen. Never. You say it's never going to happen. Is your belief, or is it never going to happen? I mean, we, what's never going to happen? It, it's never going to happen. Where it, you know, all right. Well, I'm happy with this number. All right, like I just said, fifteen. All right, I'm happy. It's fifteen. No, it, it's never going to happen. It's going to. They're always going to have four or five or six. No, but if it was fifteen. Then it's fine with me. I, right. you know, I, you know, look, I, I, I don't. I'm kind of mixed with, with I. I think everyone deserves a fair chance, particularly you know, um, minorities, right? Um, but you know, it is a business, and and and. Um, Maybe I'm just, I, I am a trusting, too trusting of a person or not. I do think there's issues in the NFL and that selection process, but I also think it's a business. You know what I mean? These guys paid a lot of money and they run the business as a business with a lot of money. Um, and, you know, uh, they, they're, they're probably always thinking about who's going to be the next coach or not. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, 
I, I think that you also don't want someone to get the position. Do you, how would you feel if someone got the position solely because they're African-American? It's not, that's not right. The best person should get the job. That's, that's the way I think. If you're right. better than me, you know, okay, fine. That's cool. That's okay. So, don't, so don't and then you're me, saying don't, is don't, don't, don't interview me. If you, if you already know who you're going to get, don't yes. fly me in. But my question is, is then I'm, I'm just trying to go through all the components of what happens there. Right. So the Rooney Rooney is you have to at least interview a minority for a candidate. Right. right. That's the, that's the piece. You got to give them a shot to interview. Right. right. Um, and again, I go to Mike Tomlin, you know, Mike Tomlin, um, they had already selected the coach they wanted. Until right. they met Tomlin. Um, which was probably the best movie they could do. Um, but uh, I, I just I just think that the the. OK, you're a business owner, right? That's to say, and you, man, this thing, system is just crashing. Wait, um, you're a business owner, right? And you're you you you're going to interview people, and when you interview people, you have four candidates that come in, right? right? And you have them scheduled to come in. You want to interview all these people. The, in the very first interview, you hit it off with that person. Sometimes the first interview gets it because they're the like first one, the most memorable if they're good, right? If they're somewhat equal across the board, right? And you're like, you know, that's the one I want, but let me continue going and interview these other people, right? That it happens in business today. Yeah, and right? it happened. And I sat in a room when we did our interviews. So, yeah, I know the process. I've, I've sat in the rooms for interviews. Interviews for? With officers to hire. To hire office. Office, yes. Right. So, so you sometimes immediately, you know, if they don't do a good job of scoring, right. You immediately like kind of draw yourself to one of the candidates, right. But you're going to interview the other ones as well. So I'm just saying that, you know, um, I don't know what's going to correct the issue. I don't know what's going to be good or not. Um, uh, yeah, but, but you know the thing the thing that's tough though is is um is just the generational coaches like they take up spots for anyone you figure you got the belichick belichick tree you got bill parcells you got mike shanahan and i'm sure if you take those three guys i bet you you're probably at least 15 or 20 coaches that that fell under that tree and then like now you got dable just hired his son is on the coaching staff now. Bill Belichick has, I think, has two of his kids are on the staff. You know, it's all over the place. That's just what it, it's a small fraternity. And you know, once they get into that, the happens in Hollywood too. Yeah, and it happens in the law enforcement too. Oh, yeah. Well, law enforcement is harder, right? You got to pass the test. They got, but they still get in there. But you and have. Yet, how do you? How do they get in without passing the test? I'm just saying when they do pass the test, because we've had people where you then they got to pass father. training, right? They got to pass yeah. boot camp, yep. right? You yep. know, so there, there's a little bit of weeding out. Um, uh, very little. But where I see the problem is, is that the the relationship offers them more advancement opportunities. I think that's what hurts, right? In 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 
outside of like you know in the NFL outside the NFL. But um, okay, so let's you know I don't want to I don't want to leave. Then we can talk some more about one more one more thing. It also starts at the NCAA. You know, people always sit there don't talk about that one too. They have 133, you know, D1 schools. Yeah, I think it's like 10 or 12 minority coaches. So it's there too. Yeah. It's just as bad, even worse. Um, and then, yeah. So, but, but let me ask you something, Byron. So I, uh, my son was young. He was playing in a, um, in two, in two, we played in two football um, teams. You know, Optimist, they call them Optimist, but it's like Pop Warner, but it's Optimist, right? Right. Um, and um, I'm not going to mention their names and so forth. So we went one where it was close to the house, right? But it was, um, except for it was in another town and that, that area was a little bit rougher, right? Town. <laughs> okay. And um you know, so I called my my buddy who got rest his soul, played for the NFL. Um, and there's even you got to watch this this show called The Bull, The Year of the Bull. Right? It's about this this athlete from Northwest uh, Miami, um, phenomenal football player, massive guy. Um, but but so when we were coaching, when I was there, my son was like four or five years old those coaches were so rough on those little kids. Okay. And these were minority coaches. Okay. Um, and like, like bad, right. That I like, I, I can't, I don't want my son subject to this, you know, you know, uh, I mean, I remember playing our coaches were rough. I don't remember, but I never played that young. I, I don't, I wouldn't have, I've never had a coach oh, wait, speaking wait a minute, to me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He's five and wait, six years old. Wait, wait, wait. We played a birthday boy, right? You don't remember some of them cussing out and some of the stuff that some of the coaches did? They, they were a little, they were a little extra, extra there too. Yeah, I, I played in high school. I didn't play the Raiders stuff. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about high school. Some of the coaches we had, I'm not saying they were all great, you know, but it was different like with us because most of the coaches had like a personal relationship with your parent. They so, didn't do what I saw here, right? They didn't like, like, like what I saw here and then doing it to five, six, seven, yes. eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year old kids. Yes. No good. And then my last draw is I was at a game and we, you know, I was there helping out coaching and I'm on the sideline and a mom came up to talk to her son and the son either like sticked his teeth or rolled his eyes and his mom just slapped him across the face in front of everybody. Okay. Um, that was my last straw. Like, I, like I, I can't be around that. And I don't want my kid to be around that, you know? So I go to another one. This is, and, and this one was a really good program, but these guys, you know, they were recruiting from all over Florida and getting the best kids. The Bozes played there. So, uh, Oh. figure it out from there but they were also rough dressing down these kids at a, such an early age right and i'm saying to myself you know if this is what happens at this level and these kids are good um and they're not treated with any respect they're gonna grow up not respecting others they're just gonna be big monstrous players with no respect for people right 
Um, and, um, and then the coaches, you know, I, I can't see them advancing, you know what I mean? Um, to be coach, you can't coach that way. Like just, it was really bad. I mean, it was bad. They got some people. So I called on my buddy and I said, you know, then you wonder why you got these athletes that are good and they get older and they get into trouble or they're just get to fight to get in the situation. It's just that they're growing up playing football and being taught by probably what they think is a father like figure, right? A coach, because, you know, unfortunately in the minority area, Latin or lack or whatever, there's a lot of single parents, right? Bertamboy right. had a lot of single parents. And my divorce, my family got divorced when I was 17. Um, and um, but but you know, I just think that when you see if you get a chance to see this, I'll see if I can send you the clip. This this kid was incredible, but you know, you see how he was treated even in, at the level of high school. And, you know, so he had no respect for anyone, but this kid was a monster. So now being a monster athlete and you know. The only thing he knows is people treat him like crap. So he's going to treat everybody else like crap. And I'm just wondering if that plays in the fact that, you know, they're not moving up, right? You can't, there's a certain way. I mean, you could be tough and mean and stuff, but you also can't be demeaning. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, and, and these, and they produce a lot of these kids are incredible athletes, but they were just not, they, I think they would have been great anyways. They didn't need to be dressed down. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's like, just some coaches style. That, that's just what they do. But I saw it too much in yeah. these areas. Like, like it, it, it couldn't have been a coincidence. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't think any of those coaches went any further. Right. Um, so I just think that there's a, you know, I think they should do a better job of coaching coaches at lower levels. Yes. And when they do that, they'll get the opportunity because some of these coaches have coached like the Bozos at this time consistently win champions. Now, granted, granted, it's, you know, pop Warner or whatever, but, you know, they're producing really good football. Um, but if they're not coached well, you know, and, and, and as a coach, you know, how do you expect to move up, right? It's just my opinion, you know, and because it starts also with, you know, you need more coaches, minority coaches in college. You need more minority coaches. It keeps goes all the way down. One big cycle. It's right. one big piece, right? Okay. And, and, and from, from the kid piece, you know, that's a little hard just because, you know, you, you, actors do it, musicians do it, you know, um, and um, it's just that it is what it is. But then you got, you know, like Terry Bradshaw's of the world who has, you know, four girls, right? <laughs> I think Belichick only, uh, somebody, what are they well, a lot of these guys have all girls. It's funny how they're, you know, this testosterone driven men who have just a bunch of girls, right? Oh, oh, okay, so let's, let's cover the big elephant in the window right now bro. they're sitting yeah. in the window which is daniel jones and the 45 million dollars allegedly uh that he was asking for i just read about that and it, it i don't know which one's true or not but they're stating that he didn't really ask for that um because you know so, he changed uh he changed um agents too I think he's with CAA, and then he changed to Athletes First, which has like Rodgers and all those top quarterbacks. I think uh, I forgot who the other one. Is it true that that they they were thinking about the Ravens are trying to grab him too? Or I read no. that, but sometimes no. I don't believe any of that. You know, no. you, know you read uh, Ravens are looking at Daniel Jones now because they don't know if they if they're because they're a hundred million dollars away 
That's from, like, like the signing Daniel. Lamar Jackson, but yeah. Daniel Jones asking for. I just read it now. Look at, I just I just pulled it up because I knew you were going to come up with news for Daniel Jones. Well, that, it, that started on saying, Monday. They're saying that that wasn't true. He never right. asked for that amount of money. Um, yeah, because they're, they're, I kind of believe him. Yeah, because their agent probably put it out there. You're like what, the the agency that he left probably threw that out there to make it seem like he's a bad guy or whatever that you know. And they do it, you know, mess up with the agent that he has yeah. now. Dane Jones doesn't seem like that kind of guy. That's gonna know, how's he gonna ask for forty five million? Um, I think he's gonna get paid, but I don't think he's he should get forty five million, right? You what, know? what do you think? What do you think is a fair contract? What do you think he should get? Kirk Cousins is at well, Kirk Cousins is at thirty five. Then Tannehill is in that thirty range, and then you got all you know all the other guys are in the forties. What, right. what do you think is fair? Yeah, I don't know. Are you talking that kind of money? Shoot, uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I think he's you know. Would you give him thirty five million? I'd give him maybe anywhere between maybe thirty and thirty five. Oh, you're undercutting him. He won't stay for that. He's mm. going to be at least Kirk Cousins, 35. That's the that's the number. I said 30 to 35, right? Um, you, well, you're a little low with that 30, man. That, that, that's a little low. It's just that, you know, he... he uh, his numbers aren't that impressive. You know, I think he's got potential, right? Uh, but we've already seen once quarterbacks got paid, how, how some of them performed. Um, you know, uh, he did have a great year this year, but the Giants in general, you know, overperformed what people expected. So, you know, I just don't want to leverage the team as the only thing, right? We need throw, a lot of work. Huh? I'm going to throw a number out there. Five mm -hmm. years, $198 million. And how much guaranteed? Um, a hundred. All right. Well, you know, what I didn't know is that, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, do you know Kansas City is stacked again? You know that, right? Like, look, like they they got money and picks. Yeah, but look at the way his contract set up. But the way they set his contract up, even though it's massive, it goes down. <laughs> right. So he's saving it. Right. So now he's got room. Um, so pretty interesting on that, you know, look, I, Hey, I, I, I don't want to change quarterbacks. You know, I don't, um, I want to keep Daniel Jones, right. Um, unless something else out of the ordinary, but I don't want to leverage the team. We still need a lot of work. Um, yeah. Cause, uh, the problem is they might not be able to, uh, cause Saquon won't get off the number. I think they said they offered him 12 or something like that. And I think the top running back is like McCaffrey's at 16. Mm -hmm. And then you have all the other guys, you know, behind them. And he wants to be a little bit more. And for, they can't, for some reason, I don't think they're going to get to that number to keep him because they either got to sign him or franchise him. It's one or the other. They, they can't do both. It's going to be one or the other. You know, you know how much I like Saquon. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you said it, right? He hasn't played a lot in the NFL. Yeah, but when he plays, he's special. Good, but do you pay someone to play or do you pay someone to be only special like half the time? Yeah, yeah but okay. My, my my problem is, okay, all right, you, all right we're going to give you 12. 
you know, that we're not going any higher than this. Let's put you right in the middle, you know, with everybody else. Uh, if you don't want it, you know, I, you know, see you around. So who are you going to replace that 12 or 1300 yards with? That's, well, that's I, the problem. I, I understand. Um, but he's also, he's, he's also been hurt a lot. Number one. Right. So he's, that's, he's scary for me. Right. I'm scared like that. He's going to get hurt. Like I'm not convinced he's a, you know, he's an iron man. Right. Like, you know, what did they say about Patrick Mahomes? I think he missed one or maybe two games. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's some durability, dude. <laughs> you know, you got to give him that. Um, and, um, you know, running backs are running backs. You know, you know I just think that you don't know who's going to come. I, I know Saquon is special, but he's been special two years out of his, what, five oh. years? Yeah. Yeah, but then, okay, they let him walk. So Brita, the second guy, he's a free agent too. Mm -hmm. The third guy is Brightwell. So that's what they have you know, right now would be their starter. If they let them two go, that's who their starting running back would be. Is Gary uh, Brightwell? I, he played a little bit, and he, you know, he, he you know, he can be possible. But let me ask you a question though. Why, you know, can't they? It's just, it's like, um, what was I going to tell you? So I was watching, I was watching something and um, it was Matt Damon and Matt Damon, it, it was, uh, you know, it's titled, you know, Matt Damon gave up $280 million. Okay. And what happened was, is James Cameron came to him and wanted him to be in Avatar. And you know how big Avatar Huge. box are. Okay. Huge. And he goes, look, but I want to pay you. I'll pay you 10% of the box office, right? And that David was like, you know, um, I was doing Born Ultimatum and I was thinking about it, but, you know, 10%, I forgot how he did it. You know, he's very humble about it. He goes, well, I'm going to go down in history as the guy who gave up $280 million, <laughs> right? Okay, so, you know, incentives and a lot of actors are doing that now like robert downey jr you know made his comeback in iron man right um and he didn't get paid much in his first iron man right and then in his second iron man um and then and the third one he got paid more but he took a lot less than what he should have gotten because of how well iron man did right but he got the box office piece, right? That made him like half a billion dollars, right? You know, so um, what happened to incentives? You know, like, you know, they're, why they're can't I get contract. you to, okay, so then, so then how come I can't give you 12 million and then give you the incentives to get you to four? That's all written in there. You figure, you know, uh, when MVP, Russian title, uh, whatever you know, all that stuff is in there. They all that stuff is in there. see, but these yeah, guys, but that's it. That's above what yeah, he wants. Or, yeah, like the twelve million, then a little bit more change. But the problem is, like, where what is New York City? New York City is the media capital of the world. Mm -hmm. You know, these guys. You know, I don't know how they think. You're like Saquon seems like he has a personality. You know, as far as making money, you know, outside of football, he's you know, likable. Yes. He's a likable guy. And, you know, being in New York, he can do even more and make even more money, you know, being yes. in New York City. And, and Strahan has said that. Right. Strahan has, he goes, I've got a lot of opportunities because I played for New York. Yep. And won in New York. And won a Super Bowl. 
Yes. And then you know, Daniel Jones seems like he seems like um, I don't know, like an Eli kind of guy. You know, now we're figuring out that Eli is pretty funny. Eli and Peyton, you know, doing the thing, they are pretty funny. They're and you know, awesome. maybe they're, yeah, they're great. And then maybe, you know, Daniel Jones is the same way. You know, maybe you know, he's he, he keeps that stoic face going on because you know he wants to do the right thing, say the right thing. And you know, he he does have the poster boy look, you know, as far as you know, to get commercials and all the other stuff in New York too. And these guys need to, you know, I don't know if they they are or whatever, but you know, think you know along those lines too. Well, hey, you know, if we went to New York together, you know, we we're gonna we're gonna own the own the city. Yeah, you, you got more afterwards, right? There's more opera and, and Strahan has said that lots of times. Look at all the and things when the, the attractive thing to New York, playing in New York, one you gotta win, you and two you gotta perform. But the opportunities you get because you're playing on these teams post-football opens way more doors for you. Way more doors. And he said it, he said it, you know, I'll never forget it, and him saying that. So I think there's something and to say that. I don't think that goes into the mind of the co-owners and so forth, but I just don't think it goes into the mind of the agent or the, the which, and then feeds the, the uh, players because the agent you know, we don't know if he's going to be the same agent that's going to do the post, you know, um, NFL career. But they usually um, are. Yeah, well, he's he changed during the year. Right. So I don't know if, you know, they're the same kind of media agents and so forth. But um, so anyhow. So, OK, let's keep going. So we got Daniel Jones. We got Saquon. Um, we still got to work on our line. man. We still got to work on our defensive backs. Right. We still, you know, um, and receivers. Don't forget them. We need receivers, right? Right. You need at least consistent receivers. You know, we need and we need players on the field. Um, so there's still some work that the Giants got to do in the off season. So we'll see what happens and what what, what that's going to bring. Um, I think Philadelphia is going to be good again. Mm -mm. Um, oh, freeze with that one. I'm going to tell you, I might as well blow up the. The Philadelphia Eagles have 20 people that are free agents right now. Oh. But we have 18. And a lot of, like, Philadelphia is like J.C. Kelsey. They don't know if he's going to retire or whatever. Um, I think he's going to retire. Fletcher Cox is one of them. Um, well, here, let me get there. Let me. Uh, well, hold on. Let's Back to the Giants. You know, the Giants are the only team that kept all their coaches. Yeah. Well, they get ready. They lost a running back coach. Okay, but but you know, I'm glad that Wink and those guys stayed. I think they see something there. You know what I mean? They're gonna make their name to turn the Giants the way they did around playing for the coach of the year. That Dable seems like a really good guy. I'm glad to see the coaching staff stayed intact, at least offensive coordinator, head coach, and defensive coordinator. Yeah, so these, are, these are guys that Eagles are gonna probably create uh, Fletcher uh, Cox, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, big time defensive end, uh, Jason Hargrave is uh going to get paid. Kelsey might retire. Bradbury, uh, Salamalo, the, one of the guards, the tackle Diller, uh, TJ Edwards, a linebacker. Sue is a free agent. Linville Joseph, Byron Scott, you know, the giant killing running back. He's a free agent. Miles Sanders, their starter running back, is uh, he won't be back. Chauncey uh, Gardner-Johnson, the safety, he won't be back. Uh, Gardner Menchu, your favorite guy. But yeah, they 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 have a they're gonna have a lot of holes to fill. But they also have two. Well, uh, that's if you know, just because they have that many free agents doesn't mean every one of them are gonna leave. Yeah, but they don't like. We have a lot of caps. I think we have like forty four million dollars, whatever. They have four. 
And the Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys are even worse. They're uh, ten million in the hole. Ooh, how many free agents? Eighteen, like eighteen or twenty. They got a bunch of them. So that means it's a good move for the enemy, and it's a good thing for the Giants. Well, the, Washington has a bunch of them too. <laughs> they got like eighteen. Right. Um, uh, so, uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll, I guess the time will tell, right? But I just, I think the NFC East is going to be pretty good for a bit. You know, I think next year will still be pretty good. They won't be that that really, really bad as it was two years ago. Um, I think Dallas is just going to be Dallas. Um, you know, what do you think is going to happen with Dak if he just doesn't have a good year this year? Uh, gone. I'm sure they're probably going to draft a quarterback, you know, like a, in the later rounds, you know, somebody. And uh, because supposedly, and the Giants are too, uh, Herndon Hooker, the quarterback from um, Tennessee, they got hurt in the middle of the year. That probably would have won the Heisman. He, he had like 27 touchdowns and two uh, interceptions halfway through the season. And he got hurt, you know, hurt his knee. And supposedly, you know, Giants and Washington and a couple other teams have been like really heavily um, – you know, looking at this guy the last couple of weeks because he should be good to go probably, you know, in the uh, summer camp. So they're, probably see, gonna, yeah. they're probably going to draft a quarterback just in case. Uh, who, the Giants? Uh, both of them. Both, you figure our quarterback left, they, uh, what's his name? Uh, Davis Webb is now the quarterback coach for the Denver Broncos. By the way, speaking of the Denver Broncos, they hired Vance Joseph as defensive coordinator, minority oh. coach, Sean Payton. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. Okay, because Rex was in the running for that job, too. Rex Ryan. So he's going to go from the booth to back to coach? Nah, he was Well, he was in the running. I guess it's Vance Joseph got the job. So It says Vance Joseph uh, returns to the Broncos as defensive coordinator. Then Browns hiring Bubba Ventron as new assistant head coach. Who? Um, Bubba Ventrone. <laughs> he looks really young. They all He's are. an assistant head coach slash specialty teams head coordinator. That's an interesting mix. That's a nice title. I mean, so assistant head gonna... coach, yes. Yeah, specialty coach so, is just kind of funny. So, um, so now you're, you're going to have a 28-year-old guy, Davis Webb, mm-hmm. is going to be the quarterback coach for Russell Williams, uh, Russell Wilson, who's 34. Who? Davis Webb, the, the guy that used to be our backup, our three-street quarterback. Right. He retired this year, mm-hmm. and he got hired on Sean Payton's staff as the quarterback coach for the Denver Broncos. So he's 28, and Russell Wilson is 34. <laughs> I, uh, well, you know, I trust Sean Payton. I still don't think – I don't know what he's going to – that's a tough division, dude. Like it's just it's a tough division, and then knowing going against Kansas City, right, with what they got coming the next couple of years, it's gonna be tough. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I think Russell Wilson's still gonna outplay uh, Patrick Mahomes and outplay Justin Herbert. Yeah, but they're still loaded. They have good receivers. They really do have a good. They have good receivers, and you know if they got. They can fix the defense, and they can fix Russell Wilson. They're going to be in the mix. They're going to be a little bit better than people think they are with Sean Payton as the uh, – I think they're going to be a little better because of Sean Payton. Don't get me wrong. 
I just, you know, I, you know, something had to be there that he saw, you know, he knows that maybe, uh, um, what's his name? Um, geez, what is the coach's name for Kansas city? I'm telling you, I'm so tired Andy of using Andy Reid. Maybe he's thinking he's going to retire or something. I mean, I don't know, but I just think that's a tough place. You know, that's a tough division. I mean, think about who's been in the – how many – they've been four out of five years has been to the AFC Championship at Kansas City. Right. Right? So, I guess, do you think they're on the downcline? No. And you're – so, if they're not on the downcline, you know, it's a tough situation for a coach. That's all there's I'm nothing, saying. There's, there's nothing wrong with coming in second. That's not what you play for. But I'm just saying, you know, if you want to – all you want is a shot to get in the playoffs. If it's the second, you know, seed, the third seed, or whatever, as long as you get in there, that's all, you know, anything can happen when you get in there. That uh, just gotta play your cards right. I got you. What what do you think is gonna happen with the with, with the Rams? I mean, they just, just plummeted from a Super Bowl team to nothing. You know, they got rid of Bobby Wagner today. Well, a few minutes. Yes, I, I'm yeah. reading it right now. Yeah. Linebacker Bobby Wagner after after one season. Right. Um, look, look, what, look what they did, though. They put they took all their chips for a Super Bowl run. They pushed them all into the middle. Yep, we're going for it. They traded away pick. They don't have a first round pick until the year twenty thirty or whatever. They, you know, they traded away the picks because they put up all their chips in. We're going to make a run now. Yo, either in or out. They won the Super Bowl. Now they got to dismantle the team because they got all these high price. You know, Bobby Wagner. You got Jalen Ramsey. One's out of there, Aaron Donald, you know, you like, eh. and you know, you got Stafford is still there. They got Cooper Cup, you know, and they got a lot of veterans that are making a lot of money. So they're gonna have to uh, do a lot of slashing. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, Kansas City still seems tough, man. Don't let um, don't sleep on the San Diego Chargers with my man Justin Herbert. Um, Justin, Her I'm no, I like Justin Herbert. I'm not sleeping on him at all. Oh, um, oh now you sleep. Oh, oh, well, I like him. I just the coach I don't like. Well, they got Kellen Moore now as the offensive coordinator, so uh, it's going to be uh, Air Coriel <laughs> rehash with uh, Kellen Moore out there. Oh man, well, look at they said that um, um. Kelsey just agrees to a massive uh, terms for a, on a massive four year extension. I think he deserves it. That guy's really good. Well, Travis, uh, Kelsey. Well, it's Travis and another one. So Jason, which one? Um, Travis. It's got to be Travis. Kansas City. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Great tight end. Yes, he got a massive, massive deal. Let's see what it is. And I don't. They're not saying anything about it. It just says he's got a massive deal, and then oh, it's a video. I don't want to hear the video. Um, so he's got uh, Kelsey. You know, you knew that was going to happen, right? I mean, these guys are all stay making money. That's the only thing that could hurt them. But you said they got cap space, right? Yeah, they got a little cap. Yeah, because of the way Patrick's um, you know contract is set up, and then you know most of the guys that they have are you know lower you know round pick guys, and they're not paying a lot of money right now. But and they come there and they perform. And they win championships. <laughs> Look at the running back, Pacheco, for the Chiefs. Of Is Rutgers. he a Jersey Rutgers guy? He's a Rutgers guy. Seventh round pick. And <laughs> look at him. Look, look mm -hmm. at this. 
he came in there and he did his thing. And Kittle got a, a five-year, $75 million extension. Who? Kittle. What, the other guy, the um, 49ers? Yeah. I haven't heard anything on Garoppolo. Free agency. Not, not yet. What do you think he's going to end up? Here, I'm gonna here. I'm gonna throw this one. Tampa Bay. That would be good. Yeah, that would be good for him. Hey, I think he's but, he's a winner no matter where he's going. Well, you right? go down. You know, you get Jimmy G down. You can start hanging out with him. You know, start playing golf with him. You know, the usual stuff like your other, like your buddy Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. He's going in the booth. Yeah, we're gonna see how that works out. He's getting in the booth. I think he's doing all right. He's got the personality. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but he took it from our guy, man, Greg Olson, man, the tight end. He's a Jersey guy, man. We don't let your fellow Jersey guys get, you know, booted out of he did a good he job. He get booted out. Well, he got all right. He went from the number one guy to number two. Okay. Come on. He wasn't I, that, he said, he wasn't that great of a commentator. Yes, he was. I think he got a, I think he had to take a pay cut too. He, that I know. He took out to take a pay cut. So yeah, come on, man. Hey, come on. Show the Jersey guys some love, man. He was a good, I thought he was a good commentator. He, I think he, he was, he did a good job. And now he's going to get kicked to the curb you know, by this guy. You know, he's not getting kicked to the curb. He he's got still kicked got a to job. the curb. He's still, right. yeah, he's number, but he's not the number one guy. So now we're going to have to sit there and listen to Tom Brady, you know, on, on Fox or whatever network is going to be on and listen to him, you know, talk about, you know, the, the, 55 records that he has and touchdowns and all this other stuff. Man, I don't want to hear all that stuff. Hey, uh, the Jaguars cut uh, uh, Skeletor, Mike Lennon. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm surprised he's not a job as bad as he was. Uh, listen, man, I get, you know, we, we should do um, – you know, uh, I'm going to set some – we got we to gotta talk and do some planning – and like, let's do, you know, for during the off season, you know, talk some of the football, but maybe, maybe do some highlights of some of the, some of the players we want to highlight. Right. Um, and, um, and, you know, talk about their history and this and that, but uh, I'd also love to see, like, go into like, who are the, the, the second and third string quarterbacks for all the teams. Right. Because I, now I'm very curious because of, you know, with Colt McCoy, Geno Smith, like these names coming up. I heard Geno Smith's looking to trade traded or something. No, he's getting ready to get a big fat contract. Oh, okay. Uh, see what I mean? There's like this news that comes out that this you know, Gino was comeback player of the year, man. Come on, man. He get ready to get he get ready to get paid. Hey, I'm happy for him after 10 years. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, what, see what happens when you have a good running game, a good offensive line, and you have a good defense. See what you can and do. a good coach and a good coach and 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 because you, you got to admit that you know you don't tell me you could. Ex I don't think anyone could expect Geno Smith to make the Pro Bowl. Uh, no, and I don't think anyone expected Seattle to be as good as they were losing Russell Wilson. No, right. So that's coaching. Yes. Okay, that is definitely coaching. And and the fact that your quarterback makes the Pro Bowl kind of diminishes 
the the thought that Pete Carroll being a defensive minded head coach can affect the offense. Throw that right out the window. Yeah, because I mean, if that's true, just how does your quarterback make deplorable? Especially a quarterback that's been in the league for X amount of years and really hasn't done anything. Um, and was the number one pick. He's got the talent, but just, you know, I was glad for D, uh, Gino Smith, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's nice to hear those names. So definitely we want to go back into the, to the I just want to see who the damn, I want to see who these guys are that are still around. And, and um, so I'm not so surprised when they pop up, right? Uh, don't forget about our one guy tonight for our, our Jet fans. Mr. Joe Klecko finally getting in Pro Football Hall of Fame. Awesome. I like him. I, I, I've been. Klecko is a man's man. He's uh, yeah, a football. Especially, especially when my father insulted him one time, but that's another story. Yeah, yeah, you were telling me that. <laughs> but yeah, you're always going for a Klecko. I like Klecko. You know, he's a Jet fan, but I, I, I think Klecko's done a great job. He was a great player. Didn't you say he was nominated for all three positions? He had, yep. He was a uh, all pro, all three different nose tackle, defensive man, defense tackle. Only wow. guy ever. That's pretty impressive. Um, and so we'll see what's coming up. What do you see coming out of college? Anything exciting? Well, what I've been saying a long time ago, I've been saying it for now. When they go to the combine, they're going to actually see how small Bryce Young is, and maybe that might become an issue because he's small. You know, he's still a great talent, you know, great talent. And they tried like this morning, they tried to compare him with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is, he got, he kind of thick, you know, he, he, you know, he got a little, he got a little a girth, not fat, but you know, but he got a little size on him. Well, he's a baseball player. Baseball players usually have big legs. Oh, and, but when you look at Bryce Young, he doesn't look like that. So when he goes to the combine, you know, uh, they're going to see actually, you know, how big or small, you know, he really is. So, you know, we'll see. He, he should be the first player taken you know, in the draft. But you also have Justin Fields at Chicago. So it's going to be kind of, eh, you know, do you, you know, do you trade the pick? Do you take Bryce Young and get rid of Justin Fields, even though he did well with half a team? So uh, Chicago's going to enter. They have a ton of cap money a ton of it and they got you know they're, they're rolling dice so they could either trade it you know for a ton of ton of picks or take somebody else what do you think um we think was gonna happen with brock purdy let's say that like the inflammation in his arm didn't go down yet so he hasn't had the surgery so i don't know how long you know like maybe like a pitcher's thing and maybe it might be a while because you know you figured what is it Let's see, March or the April major. Yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of cutting close. It might be tr the Trey Lance show instead of uh, Purdy, you know, begin the season because I don't think he's going to be ready if he has a surgery like next week and it's going to take a while you know, for him. Well, to let me tell you, so Trey Lance better perform. Yeah, especially after they gave up a ton of picks for him. And yeah, he yeah. better perform. That's all I got to say now. You know, the, the odds are high because of the fact of that team, right? But but he's got to perform because they're going to make a big mistake, you know, letting a guy like Jimmy go. Um, if, if, if that don't make, if, if he doesn't work out. So let's, let's hope that he works out. You don't always want to see those kids do well. Um, and um, 
but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. So I, you know, we got some time for football to, to go over some other stuff and things that are going to happen and watch what happens college. Obviously we got to watch USFL for Andre, right? NFL, uh, yeah. So we got to pick some of that up. We'll talk about that. I'm interesting how that's going to go. I'm not too big on the XFL. That's already started. I think it started last yeah, week. last week. It's, it's all right. You know, it's not bad. Was it? Did you see how they go? I, I was reading the rules, how they pick the coin. Cool. The you way see the coin toss? They got to run for the ball. It's yeah. like dodgeball. But, but the other thing, the way you kick off the ball, they're not going to have all those crazy. They're, they're lined up five yards across from each other, all the way on the other end of the field. And it's pretty, and they can't move until the guy catches the ball to return the kick. Okay, wait, they're on the five-yard line? The whole no, no, not the five. I think they're like the, the 30 or wherever they are. But the, the, the kickoff team is lined up all the way across on one side, on the 30, I think it is. And the other, you know, the, the receiving team is lined up on the 25. And they're facing each other, like gladiator stuff. They're all lined up, all 10 of them. Well, yeah, 10 of them are lined up. The kicker is back, you know, where he normally kicks from. So, he, you know, he kicks the ball to the receiver. And they can't engage each other until he catches the ball. And um, that's the way they take off. And why do you why do you think that's is that more dangerous? You're giving no, them more time. No, because you figure like a regular kickoff. What do you you're running full speed? Second ball's kick, huh? You're running full speed. The second the ball's kick. Yeah, and you're now you're running. You got a forty yard, fifty yard run at this guy catching the ball. So that's where most of the accident, you know, the, the right the things have happened. But now because uh, yeah, but, but yeah. now the guy now now as soon as the guy catches the ball, everyone's running, and you're pit, everyone's at full speed. Even yeah, the but runner, but you don't have, the, you, but you don't have that much. You're on the thirty yard line. You're on the other side of the field, the fifty. You're down at the other, not the other side. You're closer to the end zone. So oh, that, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't say, I, so you're on the opposing team's thirty. Yes, yeah, something like that. Yep. And and the and and the my and the, uh, the and the the receiving team is on the twenty five. I mean, they're that close to each other. Yeah, they're five yards apart. So they're five yards apart. Yep. The only one who's really far back is the kicker. There's a kicker. Is the kicker right? And then the. Oh, and then, the ball. and then the guy receiving the ball, and you can't move. Zone. You can't move on either side until he receive get catches the ball, yep. right? Yep. Unless he goes into the end zone, right? That well, how did it go? Because that could turn yeah. into a lot of a lot of returns for touchdowns. Yeah, that but you figure that's an exciting part. That's what they want happen. But you know, you're also cutting down. And he got the kicker have to defend them. That's yeah. going to be a thing. You're like, good luck. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. Once it gets past the, the, the initial, yeah because, it, yeah, because it's not. You know, it's cool though. You, because... you need you, you need just one hole, right? Maybe if everybody's on the same line, there's no Look, staggered, right? Like they're right in each other. It's just just one line stagger, and it's not staggered. You got five yards. Yep. And you better break through those five yards. So the yep. offensive side, they just need to hit, right? Somebody. Create, you know, create something. Yep. That guy has got to be able to get a crevice. If he gets a crevice and he's fast, I bet you there's something more to it, though. I, I guarantee nah, you that nah, the schematic nah. – you, you think the schematic is to everybody to rush? I wouldn't. 
Nah, do you figure everybody because you figure the, the why blockers, Russ sit back? The you blockers know. are going to engage these guys, and they're probably telling the running back, which I don't know, but one on one blocking and look for a crease. <laughs> He's going to be looking for a crease. No, they're gonna they're gonna design it like middle right. Left. Trust me, they're gonna push. No, nah, no, nah, not the way. No, I gotta nah. see it then. I gotta see it. it, it but then, it's gonna it's gonna cut down a lot of injuries. It really is. Yeah. Because you don't have a guy running 40, 50, you know, uh, yards and lighting somebody up. So, you know. Yeah, because sometimes you're running down and you're lighting someone up regardless. Or get lit up. Or get lit, lit up. Regardless of whether you, whether you, um, uh, whether you're getting the running back. <laughs> so I can't tell. On, I was on a putt team, you know, college. And I was the end guy, you know, and I'd have to rush to make sure, you know, get to protector, make sure, you know, they hunted the ball. And then my job was to peel back, and you knew, peel back, and I'm looking for somebody and right, light them up. I did it constantly. Right. That's my point. My point being is, is that, you know, people get lit up without them even having the ball, right? They just you get getting lit up, you know what I mean? I mean, I lit up a whole bunch of people doing that. Oh, yeah. Um, that's interesting. So I got to see that. And then I like the fact that for the, the, the toying cost is two guys running whoever gets the ball first, like in dodgeball. Yeah, that's pretty cool, too. Right, that's pretty funny. Um, Until somebody we'll gets see. hurt, then they'll stop doing it. Until what? Until somebody gets hurt, then they'll stop. Yeah, because I mean, I'm assuming one's either what the strategy is you know, hit the guy and get the ball, fake to hit the guy and get the ball, or just try to get the ball, right? I mean, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I haven't seen it, so I can't, I can't come up with something, but um, it's interesting. I want to see what the USFL has. Um, you know, the, the, you know, this is going to make for some interesting football, hopefully, if it sustains itself over the next couple of years, because. They increased the practice squad to 16, right? Is it 16 or 20 something? 16, I think. And then now you got the USFL, which is like a feeder system, right? To the NFL and some degree XFL, but USFL is like the, the, the minor leagues for the football, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. So they got more, they're going to have more athletes being developed. All right. So, um, and right now, I think there's a lot of better athletes playing the game today than there was before, you know. And I say that only because you're seeing backups performing really well, right? You never seen like you know this Brock Purdy come in and do the things he's done. You never seen you know Geno Smith come back from what he's done. You know, you didn't see it as much. Uh, uh, just, just so much talent, right? Right. Um, so uh, we're going. All right. Well, let's wrap this up because you know we don't want someone calling in and being for another hour. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, I don't want to ask you a question because I don't want to get into it, but what did you think about the comment one of our guests had said? I don't want to name, but where is like, if you're a football player and you get the ball, you, you on your mind, you think on your, your mind is on you going to get you getting lit up. And I was totally of difference of opinion on that. And you never responded when I asked you. As far as is that like, you know, you're playing the game with the anticipation you're going to get lit up. I'm like, I never played that way. But you do, you figure it varies with a person. You, you can't tell, you know, how this person's going to react or this one's going to react. You know, I, I get it. But in general, 
You no. can't play the game that way. Oh, you can't play it the you know that you're going to get blown up or whatever. But you, you can't because like you, you're going to get hurt. You definitely. Gonna, gonna but, but you also know that it's going to happen one way or another. It's going to. Well, happen. you know what's going to happen, and when it happens, it sucks. But but you're not anticipating that. It's what I, my point. My point was I I was a punt returner, you know, so a kick returner. You know, um, and I played, you know, in high school, I played every position. I don't think I ever played with the anticipation that I'm going to get, you know, see, I'm going to get lit up. Now, see, did I get lit up? Bad. Yeah. See, but, bad. you know, th th those were the worst because you weren't expecting it. See, but that's you. Other people might think like I that. get oh, it. I, and I get uh, there. But, but, but uh, forget about Victor. I'm talking about like the majority of football players play the game. And they're not thinking they're going to get lit up. They're getting a game to play. They get either playing the game to light someone up or do their jobs, but they're not anticipating getting lit up, knowing that's part of the game. Yeah. Did you play that way? No, uh, no. That's my point. Right? <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, because 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 you always they told you like you you saw players that played that way, they get hurt. Because they're not making the aggressive move, right? It's like it's like it's like, you know, being a receiver. If I catch the ball and get hit hard, it doesn't seem to hurt as much as if I got lit up and I dropped it. <laughs> right? You catch the ball, that adrenaline is going right. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to say we never really finished on that. I just yeah, well, that you, I, I don't you, think any football player. You know, the, the, the ones that played that way was like uh, Nehemiah. Remember him? No, <laughs> you, no, you know who? Well, what position usually that they really weren't expecting to get lit up, and but they usually did? The long snapper. He gets lit up. Now you can't hit. That's long. true. Back then, you could hammer him upside the head and do all kind of stuff to the long snapper. Now you can't do it, but one back in you know a few years ago, yeah, you could. They they wouldn't usually you know sometimes they got it, sometimes and it, it you yeah you know, I know we fluctuate you know sometimes I would go over top at college or Chris Pike you know big old giant guy we had with and we did different things, but they usually didn't you know know that was coming, right. And also, just think about the running backs, though. I mean, running backs, you know, the wear and tear of a running back is tough. That's why some of the smart ones decided to retire earlier, right? Or but, run out of bounds. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, hey, look, but some of those guys who run out of bounds, you know, I think they're doing the smart move, right? There's no reason. If they can't get any more yards, why have to, you know, why take the hit? You're already taking a hit on every play. But I'm saying to you that the running back, think, they think about that position, right? They're trying to like, you're getting the ball, they're trying to like, yeah. he's not in his mental mindset of thinking he's going to get lit up. Probably. If anything, he's trying to blow you up. He's trying to run you over. I don't yeah. think, I don't think, um, you know, um, what's his, God, why can't I remember people's names? Um, what's my guy from Tennessee? Um, Derek Henry. Henry, I don't run the ball. Think he's gonna get lit up? He's running the ball. Think I'm gonna run you over? And he most of the time he does. Right, but he has the chance to get lit up, but mentally he's not thinking of that. So anyhow, I just wanted to see what your thoughts were because I don't think we never finished that. All right, and we're gonna wrap this up today. Thank you, Mr. Jones, and enjoy your 30 degree weather. 
and you got your Clemson shirt on. Um, and I just want to say, okay, well, again, you know, thank you uh, for listening and watching to our show. Please subscribe to all our channels, um, YouTube. We are live every Thursday at what time, Byron? Eight o'clock. I got it right Eight this time. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Um, please don't forget to subscribe. Please also remember to go and download uh, or uh, subscribe to our podcast or Apple Podcasts, the Jersey Boys Podcast. Leave us a review. It'll help us out tremendously. Join us next Thursday at 8 p.m. We'll probably have some more special guests. Uh, apologies to Kevin Tyree. For some reason, we had some technical difficulties. He wasn't able to join today. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to, you know, talking some more football. Please see, leave some comments in the in the YouTube channels, comments on some of the things out there. If you guys have questions or you have questions about your team, you know, let us know. We'll talk about that. Yeah, feel mock free draft to, is coming. Uh, mock draft is going to be coming up pretty soon. I will probably look at that. Byron puts a lot of work into it. So everybody, God bless. You have a good night. Be prosperous and, and, and love one another. And um, blessings to, you know, everybody out there that, that, that needs some blessings that are happening out there. All right, my brother. Talk to you All soon. Right. Yep. Peace. Yeah.